Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the Q&A podcast. It is me, Sarah So Freaking Deezy. So recently I posted on Instagram that I got my paper published and I, the, truthfully, like as a kid who is just good at gym class and French class and like, <laughs> I don't know, like art class, it, it's it's still a concept that I'm like, still like, what the heck, like, yo, I, I managed to do it and I'm gonna tell you, like, it's it's hard work because you gotta keep editing, you gotta keep revising, you gotta keep looking things over like 800 million times even though you feel like you've looked at it more than that. <laughs> but I want to talk a little bit about academics and school and stuff like that because I know school's starting up for some people again soon and hopefully we're doing in-person learning because I feel like so many people could benefit from that rather than just like sitting at home and being on a laptop and learning online, you know what I mean? So I kind of wanted to bring that topic up for discussion and plus I had some people ask about the post that I made on Instagram where they were like, what the heck, your 8th grade teacher even like said that, blah 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 and because I didn't want to make my Instagram post like hella hella freaking long, I was like... Like, you know what? Like, this could be inspired by a podcast episode. And so here I freaking am, guys. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about that. But I'm also going to talk to you about the pros and cons of going to university. Because I feel like a lot of people think that it's like this magical place where you somehow gain all of this knowledge and you're better than everybody else. And like, I don't know how many times I have to say this. Me going for higher education does not make me any better than somebody that decided to go to work straight after high school. Like, that's just, like, that's, like, this big myth that people think exists in this world that, oh, like, we're better than you because we have, like, a piece of paper in our hands that we basically spent our entire life savings on. Like, I'm here to tell you that, like, listen, it works for some people and other people it doesn't. As for me that wants to become a professor someday, yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to do it. So (laughs) that's just the route that I'm going down, though. But I'm gonna just talk a little bit about this one class that I had that really made me question, why the hell am I in university? Oh my gosh. So I think I want to have like a separate episode that talks all about my experiences in grade eight because I think that is a very 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 significant point in my life where I realize that mental health is scary or dealing with your mental health is really scary and when you're doing it by yourself it's even scarier and when you're not given the right resources you can turn to very very extreme ways of dealing with your mental health so I kind of want to talk about that separately but it's kind of related to what this whole grade eight teacher situation was all about because when you're 13 when you're 14 like you're full of hormones and your body's changing and things are you're going through things that you do not recognize at all right so you're getting angry all the time or you're getting really moody you think that you're cool when you're not like please I know all of you guys have dealt with that before where you went through this phase where you're like no mom I'm cool and you're not and blah 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 yeah I went through that when I was in the eighth grade so it was partially like that attitude that came out at that time but it was also partially the fact that like I had teachers that did not encourage me when it came to academics like they had this idea in their minds where they're like I'm gonna pay attention to the kids who actually care about school and the ones that want to flunk and the ones that want to dick around and the ones that want that don't even want to do anything relevant I'm not gonna hear about them so I will talk a little bit about that whole situation So like I said, I was like 13 years old and I had just gone to a new school because in grade six, so let me give you a little context here, is 
In grade six, I graduated from my elementary school, and it was the assumption that I was going to go to my high school, which started at grade seven and went all the way up to grade 12. And my brother was going there, my sister went there, so it was assumed that I was going to go there, but my parents wanted to look into other schools for some reason. I don't know. This all, this all goes back to my neighbor who had like perfect angel girls or whatever, like, you know, like straight A students, like super goody two shoes, never got in trouble for anything. Like that's what my neighbor's kids were like. So she said to my parents, she was like, oh, like I know this really great school that your daughter can go to for grade seven and eight. I think it'll be really beneficial to her because my daughters are perfect. Blah, 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 blah. And look how badly that backfired because of this story. So I, my parents were like, all right, like we'll sign her up and everything like that. Part of me was excited, but the other part of me was like a little apprehensive because basically all of my friends from elementary school, they all ended up going to my high school because it was literally like right next door. So they all went to my high school and they were all together and everything like that. And I had to basically start from scratch. So I remember when I got there, I was, again, like I was really excited, but I was really nervous. And when I am in a situation, especially when I was younger, when I'm in a situation where I'm not really familiar with a lot of stuff, I get really shy. I know that sounds really crazy because like those of you that know me, you know me as like an outgoing person. But when I was younger, I didn't have much self-confidence. And so when I was in an environment that I wasn't familiar with, I kind of kept to myself a little bit. But I remember on like one of the first days at school, a couple of the girls in my grade came up to me and asked me, hey, you're new. Like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Like they introduced themselves and it was cool because I was like, wow, okay. Like the job's basically done for me. They all introduced themselves to me. So, you know, things are solid. And unfortunately, as time went on, like this was in grade seven and then grade eight, like I established my friend groups and everything like that. But oof. Ooh, I really wanted to fit in with other people and I really cared a lot about what people thought about me and this kind of contributes to my mental health at that time because I like I said I did not have any self-confidence at that time so anything that anybody would say to me in a negative way whether it was about my appearance or my personality or anything to do with myself like I took it really really hard and not a lot of people saw that because I dealt with my mental health in a way that was just not healthy at all like I would often keep it to myself and then I would go home from school and my parents would ask me oh honey how was your day and everything like that and I would just hide it from my parents like I wouldn't talk to them about it because at that time my relationship with them was also very strained where I just was rebelling a lot and I was like really angry at them a lot of the time and like just overall like there was like this influx of like me trying to figure out who I was and thinking I knew everything and had it all figured out when I was like, what? Like, I was like 14. When I, what the hell are you doing, dog? Like, they think that you know everything. So I used to think like that. And then at the same time, like I did need the help, but I didn't want to admit that I needed help. Right. So anyways, I remember sitting in class one day and I was talking to one of my friends beside me and my grade eight teacher started yelling at us because we were being interruptive and we just would talk nonstop in the classroom and everything like that. Like I felt like any time she could get me in trouble is when she got me in trouble. Like because I had gotten so comfortable with basically a lot of people in my classes, there were times where obviously, yeah, like I would talk and I would chat with my friends and everything like that, but I was still trying to get work done. Like it's not like I was completely goofing off. Granted, there were times where I was doing that. But other times I wasn't and she kind of just generalized it in the way where it was like, oh, like you're always talking and you're always being disruptive and you're always distracting the smart kids. Like that's basically what she put it out as. She's like, you're distracting the kids that actually want to get their work done. I will never forget she said that to me. And I was just like, that actually want to get their work done. And she's like, yeah, 
some of them actually want to finish their homework before the class ends. Like she just gave like this horrible attitude and sarcastic tone that I hated so much. And because she kept acting that way towards me, obviously like when you're a kid when somebody keeps pushing your buttons like even as an adult sometimes like somebody keeps pushing your buttons like that you're gonna snap at some point you're gonna snap and for me the breaking point was really when I had had this geography project we had to basically come up with a name of a city and we had to build this we had to build this map like it had to be really really accurate because we had to use like the we had to use like the scale of like uh, this is the scale of the map to like accurately depict like kilometers and stuff like that americans you guys don't use the metric system we use kilometers over here so it's basically equivalent to miles okay like that's my explanation of it i'm not going to talk any further about that <laughs> but basically we had to like create this big giant map of a city and we had to outline like what different services there were like this is a grade eight project guys keep this in mind like what the heck you think i'm some sort of architect like who the hell anyways so we had to come up with this whole idea and everything like that and it was over the course of like a couple of weeks right and me being the pissed off little kid that I was obviously I left a lot of the stuff for the last minute so I was staying up like day in and day out I was staying up super super late working on this project and I remember one night my parents came into my room and were like why are you still awake like it was like late at night and my parents were like why are you still awake and I was like, oh, because I'm working on this project that I have to get done, blah, 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 blah. And then my parents got upset because they're like, why didn't you think to finish it earlier? And we just got into this horrible, horrible argument. And that night, I remember a lot of things were, a lot of things came out where I really wish that I could take them back because I was just so angry at the world. I was so angry at my parents. I was so angry at my teachers. I was angry at myself. Because I just felt like I wasn't good enough for anybody or anything. And just like I couldn't excel no matter what. And so long story short, I didn't even end up finishing the project actually. Because I got into that huge argument with my parents. And so I came in and I tried to submit what I could and everything like that. And my teacher just looked at my project and was like, seriously? And I was like, I couldn't get it done. Is there any way that I can get an extension? And she was like, no. Like, this is what you're going to submit. So, I mean, it is what it is. And I got a C minus on it. I remember I got a C minus. And I was so upset because prior to this, like, I wouldn't say like I was a straight, I was a straight A student. I wouldn't say that. But I did pretty decently. You know what I mean? Like for somebody that like didn't have that much encouragement, I did pretty decently. Like my French teacher really encouraged me and like, was like you're really good at languages like because you already have that skill of knowing how to speak Spanish like French is so easy to you and you should really continue doing it and everything like that like she would encourage me and everything and my gym teacher forget about it he was he would like be like oh Sarah like you're always the first pick like that's 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 just you like you always get picked first in gym class and but it was just my homeroom teacher that would just make my life so so miserable and it was worse because that day that I submitted the project, all I could think about was that argument that I had with my parents. And I was just like, I hate them. They're always in my business. And I hate that they just think that they know what's best for me when they don't, blah, 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 blah. And so because I was doing so poorly, like overall, I was doing so poorly in the eighth grade. Like I was doing really bad. But again, like that had a lot to do with the fact that my teacher wouldn't encourage me and that my mental health was terrible at that time. So anyways, my teacher, I don't know why she 
thought that it would be a concern or like why she even bothered to call my parents about this because clearly she didn't care but she just wanted to snitch on me I guess so she had booked like multiple meetings with my parents because she was like oh like your daughter's not doing this and your daughter's misbehaving your daughter's acting out things like that and again it would be like this cycle where my teacher would call my parents my parents would come into school and I'd be sitting there with them and then they would listen to what my teacher would say all of these things that she just completely blew out of proportion and then I would come home and I would get into more and more arguments with my parents. Sometimes they wouldn't even talk to me. Like they'd give me the silent treatment and everything because they were like, we didn't raise you to be like this. I don't know why you're acting like this. And it would just be this like continuous cycle over and over and over again until again, like end of semester came and we had that parent teacher interview, which a lot of you guys saw in my Instagram posts is where she basically said like, if your daughter continues like this, she's going to flunk high school. And she basically implied like there was nothing that she could do. And she wasn't going to encourage me to pursue higher education at all because she's like, what's the point if she doesn't care? And even still, like at that point, I've been broken so far to the point where I was just like, she's right. Like, why even bother? Why should I even care about school? It doesn't matter. It doesn't doesn't pertain to me anyways. Like, you know, I'm just going to be a loser. I'm going to I'm going to flunk. I'm, I suck. And, yo, like I, I said this in my post where I really wish that I could talk to that girl and tell her that everything's gonna be okay because it just seemed like at that time her life was such a mess oh i'm gonna get emotional a little bit no mm. no 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 sarah so easy we do not cry on this podcast we do not cry sorry um i wish i could tell that little girl like everything's gonna be okay and your relationship with your parents is gonna be really rocky and it's gonna it's gonna suck and and you're gonna go through a lot of hard things on your own because you don't want to tell anybody about them but as soon as you just let go and as soon as you start trusting what God can do in your life and you start as soon as you start trusting the people that are going to help you that's when things are going to start to improve you know and and that's not to say that like bad things aren't going to happen or like horrible things aren't going to happen to you in the future because they did but that chapter of your life is you're gonna look back and be like wow like I really went through all of that and I still managed to make something of myself I still managed to do something great and that's what I think about now when I'm thinking like my my eighth grade homeroom teacher literally said I was gonna flunk high school and here I am with published work with a master's degree and moving on to do my PhD in the next few years like I really would love to just see I would love to see her and tell her I don't know why you became a teacher and this is what I think about a lot is like there's teachers like this that are still out there doing the damn job when they don't care about the kids that they teach when they don't care about what goes on in their lives like they don't pay any mind to a kid that's clearly struggling with something clearly struggling with something And they just toss it to the side and are like, oh, whatever. Like, that kid's just angry. That kid's just pissed off. Like, you know, who cares? Whatever. Like, I can't deal with it. Like, her parents should deal with it. And even still, her own parents don't even know what's going on. Like, the kid's own parents don't know what's going on. So how the heck do you expect the poor kid to be helped in any sort of way? But this one goes out to, like, anybody that's ever been told, like, you can't do it. Or you're too stupid. Or, you know, like, just all of these little things that... People will tell you to push you down or silence you or tell you, like, you're not good enough for this. You are more than good enough. I'll say this. You are more than good enough 
for whatever it is that you want to achieve. I'm going to I'm going to say there have been times where yes, like I've wanted to do something with my life and it didn't work out. Like in in the past episode I talked about how I really wanted to get into psychology and then I ended up not doing so great for the first 2 years of the program. Not even 1 year, first 2 years of the program. I was like, what the heck am I doing here? I don't know what I want to do anymore. So sometimes your dreams, you know, may not necessarily be what you end up doing and you realize, yo, like this isn't actually what I want and that's okay. But you can't let somebody who says to you, oh, like, you're not going to do it. Oh, like, you're not going to be anything. You're not going to achieve anything. You're not, you can't let those people win. You can't. And me, Sarah Sodizi, I struggled a lot with the idea of, yo, maybe they're right. Maybe everyone's right. Like, maybe I, I'm stupid and I don't deserve this. Or even worse, like, when I, when I went through a really bad breakup, I was like, maybe I just don't deserve to be loved, you know? Maybe I just deserve to be alone. Maybe, maybe, maybe this just isn't for me anymore. Like maybe I shouldn't even be looking for somebody to be with anymore. You start developing these negative thoughts and ideas in your head and it's so unbelievably toxic. And if you're feeling that way right now, I understand. I understand and I hear you and I see you and I want to give you a virtual hug right now, a socially distanced virtual, virtual hug right now because I know exactly what that feels like. But you can't let those feelings, those ideas, those people, you cannot let them win. You can't let them win. And I can't wait to see you achieve something super, super great and prove every single one of those people wrong, including yourself, the person who's thinking those terrible thoughts. I can't wait for you to prove yourself wrong about whatever it is that you're going through. All right, I'm going to shift it a little bit because I know we talked about something a little bit heavier. I'm going to shift it to something else where... Okay, I said before that university isn't for everyone and I remember this is a very significant point in my academic career where I was like, yo, higher education is literally a scam. It's literally a scam because some of y'all have the right idea by not even attending because listen, this class that I took, what the hell? Why am I paying hundreds of dollars for this crap? Okay, so this was in like third, no second year university so I was still bumming out and like not knowing what the heck was gonna go on with my whole career in psych and so I had other required courses that I needed to take in order to get my degree like this is just like a thing that a lot of universities will have or like a lot of university degrees will have depending on your major where mine required me to take a science course and if any of you guys have listened to my previous episodes y'all will know that I am only good at gym class and French and English, like writing essays and stuff like that. I'm not good at science at all. So what the hell was I going to be doing taking a science course when I wanted nothing to do with it? And I hadn't even taken a science course. Take this in. I hadn't even taken a science course since grade 10 because the Ontario curriculum over here, you can stop taking it after grade 10. And I was like, yoink. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm not taking any no science freaking courses. So I was like, all right, I got to take the most bird course there is. And a lot of people recommended this class to me. <laughs> that was called understanding color and before i start with this story before i start with this story i'm gonna tell you guys with zero context whatsoever you'll understand when i explain cabbage is the most disgusting vegetable it's the most disgusting vegetable all right let's let's, let's get started i took this class thinking it was going to be a bird course and 99 percent of the time that i was sitting in there i had no idea what the hell was going on but this is how I know that higher education is a damn scam, okay? So I was sitting there and I was like, oh my god, I hate this, I hate this. And we had this project that we needed to do. Okay, wait, side note. 
the course itself had to do with like our understand our understanding of color but it had to do with like how we the scientific like ways in which we view color so like a lot of it had to do like with our eyes and our perceptions and stuff like that had nothing to do with the social aspects of seeing color i thought that's what it was and i was scammed horribly out of my money and i don't even want to tell you guys how much i paid for that course but anyways so i sat there and then the teacher assigned the project to us which was basically like a grade six science project guys we literally had to go home get a bunch of household materials and mix them together and see what colors would show up. And we would take samples from each experiment that we did and put them on like a piece of paper to show like, oh, like this is the color that it turned out to be. And she gave us suggestions on what different household things to mix together so that we can like say like, oh, this is blue and this is green and this is red, blah, 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 blah. And one of the suggestions that she made was red cabbage. Oh God, like this just, this just triggers me to no end. So she got us to, she said, she was like, okay, it only works best if you boil red cabbage. And I was out here thinking like, okay, sure, no problem. Like I'll get red cabbage. Side note, my dad hates cabbage. Ever since he was a little kid, he's hated cabbage. So like when he saw that I was like boiling it up, he was like so disgusted. He was like, wow, ew, no, ew, 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 ew. Whole time I was doing it, he's like, ew, no. And I was about to discover why I too also do not like cabbage. And so I started boiling it and then just like, guys, I don't know how, again, this is a science thing, so I don't know how the hell this works, but boiled cabbage is the most foul smelling thing that I like literally, oh God, yo, it literally smells like feet and farts mixed together. I don't want to get graphic, but it smells so disgusting, bro. So when I was boiling, I was like, this is disgusting. Why would anybody want to do this? Oh my god. And I was being super dramatic and my mom was making fun of me and roasting me and was like, Mija, stop being so dramatic. Like, it's not that bad. And I was like, Senora, are you smelling the same damn thing as me? It smells so disgusting. So I had to just do the experiment and get rid of it as soon as I could, right? So I was like, okay, like, I'm gonna get through this, blah, blah, blah. But it was so late at night that I had to, I had to leave it in the fridge to finish it the next day. And it was so disgusting because it got even worse overnight. When you leave that in the fridge overnight, even me right now, like, I'm just gagging thinking about it. It was so disgusting. But this is how I know that higher education can be a scam sometimes because what the hell am I doing paying hundreds of dollars to be playing freaking... I don't even know, playing freaking Bill Nye the Science Guy over here and like mixing different colors to see what comes out of household items. I'm not even joking. She was literally like red cabbage and Clorox and bleach and this and this and that. Like just experimenting with random things and seeing what color would show up. That was literally the project. Like yes, bird course, but like at the same time, I'm paying money for this? Huh? What? Who? Why? Who authorized this? Yeah, ever since then, like, anytime I, like, am, I, oh, anytime I see a dish with cabbage in it, I'm like, yo, that's nasty, bro. The only acceptable food that has cabbage in it, but it's not boiled cabbage. So, I mean, like, this is, this is the exception here. The only food that I will accept that has cabbage in it or, like, requires cabbage in it for it to taste good is pupusas. Because all the Salvadorians know, and even people who aren't Salvadorian, like, Latinos and people who just eat pupusas in general, you already know that the coleslaw that you mix together with the pupusas or you put on your pupusas and everything with the chile and all that stuff, like, yo, that's what makes it. That is what makes pupusas 
so amazing and terrific and great and fantastic okay so i mean that's the only exception but other than that yo it's freaking nasty i dare you see here's what my challenge is to my listeners i dare you to boil some red cabbage and leave it in your fridge overnight and tell me that it doesn't smell like a boy's locker room anyways guys i hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful day and whatever you're doing this weekend yo Live life to your fullest. Enjoy it. Have a good time. If you happen to be hanging out with your friends, your family, whoever the heck it is, let them know that you love them and let them know that you support them in every single way because you have no idea what sort of battles they're facing in their life right now. And I'm sure everybody at this point in time right now could very much use some encouragement, could very much use some love. So, I mean, send that to them if you can. As always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter. I am out of here. God loves you so very much. Okay, bye.